Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broken to Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Tressa, and this month is October, and October marks the one-year mark for the Broken to Beautiful podcast. I am so excited that God has allowed me to be able to continue to do this and even branch out into actually using my voice to bring forth um, his word. And it would only be fitting for me to use a blog that was actually talking about me using my voice. And this blog was written before I ever even came to the realization that doing the podcast was something that I needed to do. This blog was called, Where Did It Go? And it is talking about my voice and it's talking about kind of how I transitioned into different phases of where I was super vocal and then I shut down and leading up to where I am in this present moment. So let's get into it. So when I was a little girl, I was a pretty good kid. Um, I didn't really give my mom any trouble. I have this strong issue that my face has still not been delivered yet. And I get that from my family because we can give some looks. Like I didn't really get in trouble as long as my mom gave me a look like I knew to get right. So I didn't get, you know, a whole lot of uh, spankings, I guess they call them now. Um, But all she had to do was just look at me. And I just had one issue, and that issue was that I talked too much. (laughs) Every single time a report card or an interim would come out, I would feel this sense of fear because I always knew what it would say. And it would say something like, Vontressa is such a good student. However, could you talk to her about her excessive talking? I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have gotten that. And I know it to be true because I was on YouTube last week, actually, and I saw where someone had posted about where are all of the kids who used to get in trouble at school for talking too much and what are they doing now? Well, that's very ironic because when I was in school, my favorite teacher, my fourth grade teacher, she had a nickname for all of us. And my nickname was Oprah because I talk so much. And guess what I'm doing now? I am talking. (laughs) Um, Not only do I do this, but I also have to talk in my profession. And so it didn't do too bad for me. But in that time, I just shouldn't have been talking so much. (laughs) Apparently, she thought I talked so much that I needed my own talk show. And she still calls me Oprah to this day, anytime that she sees me. And I have no idea why I had so much to say during those tender years of my life. However, the older I got, something changed. Most people know me now and you know that I'm not, I don't really have to talk. 
I'll speak to people, but I don't necessarily have to have a conversation with you. I'm perfectly fine in silence. I always tell some of my friends, I can totally coexist in silence. We can sit in the same room. We don't have to say anything. (laughs) But I'm also the type of person that calls people and kind of hope that they don't answer the phone. Don't act like y'all don't know, but I'm pretty sure that some of you guys have done it as well. Um, But I will call people and hope they don't answer the phone and just be like, child, I called you. What happened? (laughs) But that's not healthy. I'm trying to get a little bit better with that. But I thought about a few months ago and I wondered when I lost my voice. And one day I was listening to, I have a portable speaker and those portable speakers are very small, but they are loud. I never forget, I um, had my younger cousins here at my house and um, they were using my speaker and I had ran, ran out for a moment. I came back and I got to my door and it literally sounded like a trap house in my house. I mean, the music was blasting and it was that very small portable speaker and it's very loud. But even though it's loud, if you allow that speaker to be covered by something, the more that you put on top of it, it begins to get harder to hear. And in the fourth grade, as young as I was, even though I had so much to say, I hadn't really experienced life. I hadn't been frozen by fear. I had no idea about real rejection and I had not experienced any hurt. So my speaker was loud and it was uncovered. Fast forward to a little bit later in life and I started to experience rejection which introduced me to fear, which then welcomed me to a feeling of hurt. And each incident placed another blanket over my speaker, making it harder and harder to hear. But then I got to a place where I tried to force a sound and out came the sound of defense. And not only defense, but offense. A lot of times when we are offended people, we naturally put up a defense because we don't want anyone to hurt us. We don't want anyone to offend us. That sound was a little bit louder, but it was harsh. And I became very abrasive and developed a mentality of, I'm going to get you before you get me. And my words could crush you like an aluminum can under the weight of a bulldozer. And I didn't even have to use any profanity. My rejection was showing. And I allowed hurt and bitterness of life to overshadow the sound of that innocence of my youth. It took me a while to realize that. And y'all, God actually brought it to my attention. I remember that I received a prophecy from one of the one of my pastors at the time and I remember that he said that God was going to season my words with salt. 
And I didn't know what that meant at the time. I did not know about that scripture, but when he said it, it kind of puzzled me. And when I went and I looked at this scripture, y'all, I was uh, offended a little bit. So I love it when people always talk about how God talks to them and how um, they receive these prophecies and it's always rainbows and butterflies. But how many of you know that God's word is is truth and it cuts sometimes, (laughs) but it also it not only corrects us, but it nurtures us. And it had to happen. It had to be something that was said and from an individual that I trusted in order for me to go and look it up to see what it was, what it actually entailed so that I can be able to open myself up and allow God to heal those spaces in my life because he knew that I would be here. And he knew that my ner- my words would at some point carry weight. And so I had to have my words seasoned with salt so that I can use them wisely and that I can allow wisdom to lead. And I learned in that process that there is a way to get your point across without adding a side of wrath. There's always a way to say something. I am a firm believer in tone. And my grandmother always taught me that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Delivery is everything. And that means so much to me in my life. (laughs) Um, And I am so thankful for, uh, for opening up and allowing God to be able to bring me to a space where I can begin to allow him to speak instead of always using my hurt to to speak to other people. That journey of reflection allowed me to be able to peel back the layers that were determined to muffle my sound. And God has continuously been placing people and groups into my life that are forcing me to never retreat to that person who hid her voice. The fact that there were so many factors and circumstances trying to keep me silent lets me know that my voice can be mighty if it's used in the right way. And for so long, I discounted myself and allowed others to discount me as well because of those layers. And I refused to open my mouth, even when I knew that I had something important to give or share. I would always say, well, somebody else can say it or, um, what I have to say wouldn't really add value. Or if it was a situation where um, one thing that always used to, to get to me is when people would ask me things about relationships. And I'm like, so you didn't know I had never actually been in one? Like, how are you going to ask me that? But there were people that would naturally come to me about that And because of the wisdom that I have learned um, in gaining the knowledge for myself from trusted individuals and people who have healthy relationships, there are some instances where I can actually share wisdom to them. Um, And also because I developed a model of how I want a relationship to go for me 
from God and from the way that he designed it to be as a kingdom situation. So there are some areas that we all have something to give. And just because we are not, we don't feel that we're as experienced in that area, or we don't feel like we would be able to um, give much to that particular subject. You never know. If you have been called to give something to someone, then God will give you the words to say. And sometimes you'll be like, I said that, or (laughs) that came from me. It came from the Holy Spirit in you that's giving you the wisdom to give to someone else. So when I was younger, I used to sing a lot. I had this favorite song when I was a little girl, and it was called Superwoman by Karen White. Have no idea why that was my favorite song. Um, and I was about five years old, but it was. <laughs> and when I was a kid at family gatherings, my family um, from up, up north would come down and they would literally pay me to sing that song. When I was in school, I was in chorus all through high school and the hairbrush was my microphone at home. I would have many concerts in the room. Not much has changed because it sometimes can go down in a major way in my car and I can hit all the notes, whether I I hit them or miss them, I can always do it. But at one point I stopped singing in front of others because someone that was close to me in relationship, but did not have a close relationship with me said, I heard you in there making all that noise as I was having one of my mini concerts. And that literally shut me down. Then there were moments where I thought my voice wasn't good enough because I heard about how anointed a lot of other people's voices were when mine just felt kind of convenient because I just happened to always be there. So since I was always there, I had to always sing. But I remember praying one morning and I was like, God, please restore the anointing in my voice. And immediately I heard God say, where did it go? God was letting me know in that moment that he never took anything away from me. And just because others don't acknowledge or value the anointing that you have on your life or on your gift, that doesn't mean that it's not present. Everyone's not supposed to see it. Our goal should be to reach heaven. And once you do that, you will be able to reach those that are called to your gift in the process. God's gifts and callings are without repentance. So whether we steward steward it well or not, that part is up to us. But once he decides to give us a gift, and he decided that before we were even created, nothing is new for him. But those gifts are without repentance. He does not regret those. But it is up to us to use them in the proper way. We have to continuously push against the tactics used by the enemy to silence our voices. And sometimes I still struggle and it's taken me some time to grasp that there's even a need for my voice in the earth. 
But even if it reaches only one or two people, the blog is necessary and so is the podcast. Is it uncomfortable? Of course. It's not like I was jumping up and down to start it. And some of the topics that I have had to write about, I didn't exactly want to expound on them. But there was something that I had to share that can help someone else. And I had to pray that if I expose myself for God, that he would cover me. That's the only, that's my only request (laughs) is that as I expose those things, those hurts, those pains, those disappointments for God, that he would cover me in the process. Not only has he covered me, but he's allowed me to experience so much healing just by using my voice. It took me so long to be able to get to a place of talking in front of people and singing in front of people and especially doing this podcast. Um, I eventually started um, singing again on the praise and worship team at my church and I wanted to quit so many times, Um, but I had to push against my fears. And every time the enemy comes against us and tries to get us to suppress our voices or muffle our sound, we have to push against it. And we can say, I can either choose to be comfortable and stagnant or uncomfortable and grow. Growth and comfort cannot coexist. Think about if you have a pair of shoes and the shoes are too small. Your feet have grown, so that shoe cannot be comfortable on your feet. You have to expand. You have to get a bigger shoe. So growth and comfort cannot coexist. So I want you to ask yourself, what is it that has covered your voice? I'm sure you don't have to think too hard. Another question is, Who needs your voice? We must be able to peel back the layers so that we can be loud, clear, and relevant. I'm not sure about you, but I want to be a woman that speaks with wisdom, efficiency, and value. I don't want to be someone that says a lot, but has nothing of value to say. And I'm sure we all know a couple of people that can fit into that category. I have learned that I don't have to speak much. I just need to make the moments that I do speak carry weight. I was listening to um, a talk with T.D. Jakes and he was having a talk with his wife and his daughter and her husband. And something I wrote something down that he said and it spoke to me so much. It says, the more powerful your words become, the less you use them. Because you understand the weight. And I have began to understand the weight of my words. I was talking to someone a few months ago about a particular situation. And she said, I don't think that you realize the impact that you have on people and how sometimes 
someone else could have said the same thing, but because of who you are, when you say it, it holds more weight. And so there are some cases where, especially now, I have to know when to just be quiet and just to go and retreat and pray about those things and allow my words to be powerful as it pertains to prayer so that God can work out that situation or work behind the scenes on behalf of that person or those people. But when your words become more powerful, you begin to use them less because they can damage, they can uplift. (laughs) The tongue is a powerful, powerful tool. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And we have to make sure that we are using our words wisely. We can use our words to build up. We can use our words to tear down. And it all comes from that same tongue. So we have to be very careful. So I pray that this has blessed you. And I pray that through listening to my struggles and how I kind of matriculated in the different areas of being very vocal um, to completely shutting down, to getting into a space where my rejection and my pain and my resentment and my anger was showing, to getting to a place where I was allowing God to help me to use my words in the right way. And growing into a space of acknowledging the gift that he's given me and acknowledging the fact that my voice is needed in the earth in whatever capacity and yielding to that, I would have never been in this space on this podcast if I wouldn't have went through all of those stages. And I'm so thankful that God still used me, even in those moments. He was working and he was bringing all of those things together to work for my good. I will still have to do this podcast and do the blog, whether one person listens or whether 5,000 people listen. And I still have to do it with the same tenacity and with the same passion because I'm not doing it just for you. I'm doing it for God and I'm also doing it for me because I know the benefits that it's given me. So what it does for you, you have to be the judge of that. But I pray that it blesses you. I pray that I pray that you have been able to receive something great from this. And I pray that you would identify the layers that have held you in obscurity longer than you should have been. It's a process, you guys. But I pray that once you identify it, then you can start building and start working to get out of that space. I pray that he would place those fears, doubts, and disappointments, the rejections. I pray that you would place all of those at the feet of God and ask for help to pursue and overtake. 
there is no way in the world <laughs> that I would have been able to get through those moments without God. And sometimes he takes us unconventional ways to get to our healing. My unconventional way was the blog and the podcast, using my voice. And because I used my voice, I was able to overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I pray that you are able to obtain wisdom and strength to fight for the freedom of the things that are holding you hostage, the things that are holding your voice hostage, the things that are keeping you muffled. I pray that you fight for that because you understand that there is someone else that needs you, that you are a key that will unlock someone else's prison. I'm thankful for the courage and the boldness that will be obtained as we continue to seek wholeness from God. Wholeness is a space that I truly aspire to be at. This is a journey and wholeness is my destination. I can't speak for your destination, but I can definitely say that wholeness is a space that I truly aspire to be at. I am thankful for the sound that comes from women that speak with value, love, joy, and wisdom. We are some powerful individuals. And if we use that power in a positive way where we exude value, love, joy, and wisdom, we are truly a force to be reckoned with. And there will be so many lives that will be transformed by the words that come out of our mouths, by our actions and our mannerisms. We can be women who change the world around us just by using our voice that God has anointed. We can be the people who turn the world upside down. So I pray that when we find our voices again, wherever you lost it, go back to that space, write about it, journal about it, even record it if you like. Go back to that space. Peel back those layers. Find that space where you lost your voice and make the decision that you're not going to be silenced again. And I want you to turn up the volume, sis. I pray that this has blessed you. I thank you all so much for being so supportive of me throughout this year with the podcast. I pray that God continues to grace me to give you guys um, relevant words, that he blesses me to be able to use my voice to help you guys to grow, to evolve, to overcome, that he uses me to ask you the hard questions and so that you can get to that desired place of healing. I thank you so much. I pray that you guys continue to stay safe and have an amazing month. Bye.